This Breakfast with Ben's podcast on the Fans First Network brought to you by Gerger Construction. It's not too soon to start planning your dream deck. They build decks year-round, and they're booking into spring and summer 2024. Gerger Construction is a small burg business specializing in decks, pergolas, railings, and fencing. Fully insured, licensed, and now offering financing options. Go to GergerConstruction.com to get your free project estimate or to schedule your deck safety inspection today. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Super Bowl is set. San Francisco and Kansas City. Tim Benz and Mark Madden. Madden Monday here on Breakfast with Benz via the Fans First Network. And we're brought to you by Gerger Construction. It's not too soon to start planning your dream deck. We build decks year-round and we're now booking into spring and summer 2024. Take advantage of their current winter special. $1,000 off your new deck if it's installed by March the 1st of this year. Go to GergerConstruction.com to get your free project estimates or to schedule your deck safety inspection today. Mark, the biggest takeaway that I had from the two championship games, Dan Campbell refusing to uh, take a field goal, taking two risky fourth down opportunities, failing to come up with a first down conversion on either one. I thought that was the biggest talking point coming out of the NFC game for sure. How about you? Is that what you're fixating on, or was there something from the AFC game? Well, I don't think it's fair to blame Dan Campbell totally for having lost that game. But I think you can pin, I don't know, 66 and two-thirds percent, you know, uh, the majority of blame on him. A lot of drops, you know, fumble. I mean, Detroit blew that game every way you can, especially in the second half, and everybody had a part in doing it. But, uh, but yeah, those Campbell decisions, I understand that you're aggressive. I understand you're playing the analytics. But if you have a chance to tie the NFC championship late in the game with a field goal that's makeable, you kick it, period. Not only that, Mark, from a season-ending perspective for Detroit after that magic carpet ride, yeah, it's great. But this is a team where I thought they got everything they could out of this season. Good for them. Wonderful story. What if this is as good as it gets? Yeah, I don't buy that, well, you know, they stuck to their personality 
the coach did what he does and it's okay. What a great season because they might not get back there for how long was it, Tim, since their last playoff win? 30 years? 91. They're basically the Pirates. Yeah. I mean, that, well, maybe not that depressing. (laughs) But uh, but yeah, I, I just think that there's no solace to be taken in the great season when the Super Bowl was that close. Hey, Tim, forget why they blew it. When you lead by 17 at halftime, there's no good reason to blow it. It reminded me very much of Atlanta collapsing in the Super Bowl against New England. I'm happy for Brock Purdy. Uh, I thought he had a great uh, second half. He made some plays with his legs. I think he outrushed Lamar Jackson, which, you know, I did not see coming. And I think he's a real good quarterback that constantly gets disparaged because he lacks pedigree. And uh, I forget which uh, analyst said this on network, but they don't want to let Brock Purdy in the club. Well, Brock Purdy snatched membership with the way he played in the second half against Detroit. And then what if he turns around and outplays Mahomes in the Super Bowl? Well, yeah, and then he'll get disparaged again. Because like, <laughs> no matter how good he does, it's not good enough. It's weird. I, I kind of think he's the reverse Tomlin. No matter what Purdy does, it isn't good enough. No matter how often Tomlin fails, it's never that bad. And that's why, Mark, I think they should be looking at Clint Kubiak from that staff as an offensive coordinator for the Steelers. And maybe they will, but boy, that intrigues me a hell of a lot more than Arthur Smith, who they interviewed. Why on earth would Kubiak want to leave San Francisco to come to Pittsburgh? Well, I'm not saying he would definitely take the job, but I'm saying they should ask, and I'm saying that's who they should want. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure they do. And, and that's Zach Robinson, the guy who left the Rams to go to Atlanta. I mean, he went to Atlanta. But the young, promising guys, Tim, they don't want to work under a defensive-minded coach and with Kenny Pickett. They want to wait till a better job comes along. And for those guys, it, it certainly will. Think about that, Mark, what you just said, because it's 100% true, and every Steelers fan should contextualize it the same way, which is Zach Robinson went with a defensive-minded coach to coach a team that has no quarterbacks, just like the Steelers, but he sees that still as a better position than would be going to the Steelers with whom he never granted an interview. What does that say? Well, yeah, but one thing about Atlanta, and and I I understand the defensive-minded head coach thing, and I'm surprised Zach Robinson didn't want to dodge that, but it is a guy he knows that he's comfortable with, and Atlanta will spend money to get a better quarterback. I, I, I don't doubt that for a second. And I suppose you could also say, you know, offensive coordinator trying to get his job done in the NFC South is a hell of a lot easier than the AFC North. But still, like, he wouldn't even talk to the Steelers and he took that gig. Like, that should be a slap in the face to anybody who is asleep as to how this job resonates or fails to resonate across the NFL. And again, back to Arthur Smith, well, that's the kind of guy they want. They want a guy who's ground and pound, heavy personnel, Derrick Henry, make that Najee Harris, and let's hope we can get Kenny Pickett to 100 passer rating like we did with Ryan Tannehill. I think Arthur Smith's going to be the guy who gets it, don't you? I thought when I saw his name initially, like, oh, come on. Like, what are they going to do? Get a recycled head coach? Nah. And then it struck me what I just said. That's what Tomlin wants. That's exactly what Tomlin wants. If Kenny Pickett turned out to be Ryan Tannehill, who, who Arthur Smith ran hurt over, as the offensive coordinator in Tennessee under Mike Vrabel, another grounded pond coach, Tomlin would be happy with that. But uh, but so would I, Tim, because I think Pickett stinks. I don't think he'll come anywhere close to Ryan Dan Hale. 
I think Kenny Pickett's just rotten. I mean, I, I, I think that any coordinator would be crazy to stake their future on working with Mike Tomlin and Kenny Pickett, period. I also think they're further away from having the great run game that Arthur Smith is going to need anyway, Mark. Like, if they had a great run game that they could have relied on for 17 weeks, they would have. They didn't. They don't have the linemen, and the running backs are too inconsistent. Yeah, but the Steelers have always been really good at lying to themselves and not seeing themselves as they really are. I will say Roderick Jones gave the run game a, a kick up the backside, made it a lot better once he got inserted a right tackle, although I think he's got to be moved to left tackle. And I bet they don't do that because, Tim, I've heard that Dan Moore Jr. works really hard. Uh, you heard anything about that? Yeah, I've heard that rumor. Can he work really hard at guard, and can they put James Daniels at center and then go out and get another right tackle so Jones can move to left if they're that enamored of him? Tim, i got to interrupt what we're talking about. I'm watching the 49ers postgame. George Kittle looks insane. His <laughs> his eyes are like the size of hubcaps. He looks like he's crackling on something. <laughs> well, is he going to go fight for your right to party like Travis Kelsey did on the podium afterwards? Oh, I'm so tired of that. Don't get me started. Um, I, I was surprised by how bad Baltimore was in the AFC Championship game, weren't you? I mean, yeah, I thought they were going to win. They just weren't at all threatening. And, you know, people always talk about how Lamar isn't good in the playoffs. Well, today he wasn't good in the playoffs. That rep is starting to really solidify. Now, Mahomes, the one thing that was on his resume as a question mark was, could he ever do it on the road in the playoffs if he had to? And, boy, he sure as heck did. Tim, let me say for sure, Patrick Mahomes is a better quarterback than Tom Brady. He's never going to win as much, but I've seen both of them play, and Mahomes is far superior. So do you think they win? Do they beat the Niners? I didn't say that. No, no, probably <laughs> they do. Uh, you know, and like you know, I I consider I test more. Like I think Dan Marino's a better quarterback than Tom Brady too. I think Tom Brady just was the perfect guy in the perfect system at the perfect time. And I'm not denigrating, but I don't just keep praise on him like so many do. If the Niners have opened as a two and a half point favorite over the Chiefs, that feels a a little high to me in favor of the Niners. Yeah, but that's kind of pick him. I mean, I'm not I'm not shocked, put it that way. Uh, by the way, who's the other guy, Tim? Jared Johnson's the, the quarterback's coach with Houston, right? Did he go anywhere yet? Not yet. I've seen it posited that maybe they bring in Arthur Smith as the offensive coordinator and make Johnson their version of Zach Robinson, make him the passing game coordinator. Why would Jared Johnson make a lateral move from Houston to Pittsburgh? No idea. No, and why would you leave C.J. Stroud, by the way, if that's going to be your title? The, the, the nitwits who, who talk about the Steelers in our time, who write about the Steelers, you and I excluded, have just such a demented viewpoint of what might happen. Yeah, especially if Slowick were to leave, then he becomes the offensive coordinator. And then it's an easier jump. It's a much clearer path up the, the ladder. Tim, they're going to settle for somebody like Arthur Smith or Thomas Braun or I'm still not caught on Byron Leftwich. Yeah, and I wouldn't until that job is actually given to Arthur Smith or someone else. Mark, you brought up the names. Those three names I just mentioned, Tim Smith, Brown, and Leftwich, they'll get one of those three. That's what it's going to come down to. They're kind of three of a kind. They're kind of meh. They're, they're you know, uh, like you said, uh, Smith is run-oriented. And they're guys that Tomlin won't take a back seat to in anybody's view. Because even Smith while he has been a head coach akin to Todd Haley 
it's not like when he left his job, there are other people saying, well, he's going to get another job soon. Like, you know, all right. Whereas, whereas the three young guys are going to get better jobs. And if you brought one of them in, if you brought in a Jared Johnson, people say, well, what's this hot young offensive mind going to do as opposed to doing what Mike Tomlin prefers. Mark, let's get to the Penguins. You brought up the name Tom Brady earlier. Did you see that thing from TSN that Brian Hughes, who said that Sidney Crosby should follow the path of Tom Brady and go somewhere else, and it's incumbent on the Penguins to give him that chance or Sid to make it happen himself because he's never going to win another cup here? Yeah, where, where does this idiot want Sid to go? Actually, he suggested Boston. My first thought was he was going to say a team in Canada somewhere, but he said Boston. Yeah, Sid should do whatever he wants. I mean, if he would want to leave, I'd have no far hard feelings. But to say it's incumbent, I don't know about that. And I know Sid sees a certain romance in one guy, one team. So, again, if he would ever want to leave, because the Penguins ain't winning no more. But why is it important to get another cup when he has three? What, because this Jamoke said so? I don't, I don't see it. The tone of what was said, to me, sounded like a guy saying it was up to Sid to do it for hockey, so we had something to talk about, kind of like what Brady did in Tampa. Tim, I'm making a very familiar motion with my right hand. That's like, you know, the hockey writers, like, and, and I say that in, in air quotes because they are so self-important. It's amazing. Uh, hockey players are the least self-important of any professional athlete, and hockey writers are the most <laughs> self-important of, of any uh, sports journalist. Uh, they're still pissed off because Sid came to what they consider a smucky hockey town like Pittsburgh and won a whole bunch, following in the footsteps of Mario, who came to a smucky hockey town like Pittsburgh and won a whole bunch. How do you think about how they played going into the break? Uh, they're, they're toast. Maybe Sid should go now. Uh, <laughs> how about that? How about that? Uh, that bubble hockey, that checks hockey pass he made to Jake to tie the game against Montreal. Yeah, that His was filthy. 360 swivel. That was tremendous. Uh, I think they're just not a very good hockey team. I think what holds them back is they don't see themselves as they really are. Uh, I, I would not fire Mike Sullivan, but some of the things he, he, he does or doesn't do have come back to bite them in the backside. Case in point, Tim, they have played, um, they have gone to overtime 11 times. They have only won one, oh, twice after Montreal, twice during the five minute three on three overtime. Twice out of 11 times they've won three on three. And when, you know what, Tim, they never practice three on three. Why? Because that's not gritty 200 foot hockey. I think they view it as such a tricked-up thing that there's no reason to practice it, but you've got to practice it as a skill because it matters. And Tim, you have to practice it more than you practice regular hockey because there is a special way to play three-on-three three which sucks and is boring and it's stupid and I hate it, but it's not anything like five-on-five. Five. You absolutely have to practice it because those points matter. Mike Sullivan was a much better coach than Dan, uh, than Dan Bosma, is a much better coach than Dan Bosma was. But Dan Bosma understood the importance of, for example, the shootouts. Mm-hmm. He, he would always keep guys on his roster, dress guys like Eric Christensen, UC Jokinen, who were just great on the shootout. Like, I remember a few years, Dan's teams got like 110 points or whatever it was, and they were like 95-point level teams, five on five. But they got a ton of points in the shootout. And Dan would understand three-on-three three overtime as well. 
Sullivan just he, he expects every player to be this this two hundred foot guy. And you know what? It's nice if they are, but it doesn't matter who the fourth line is, Tim. It, it really doesn't. People overestimate the importance of those guys. What suffices is if any of them can do one thing well, like Achari with the PK. If that's all he could do, that would be plenty. If you had a wing who could take um, the shootout and do real well. In fact, if I'm Kyle Dubas, I look for guys to trade for, even in the AHL, who are just great at shootouts and bring them in. Could they Could they contribute less five-on-five than, I don't know, Harkins, White? I don't think so. Finally, Mark, the news from Liverpool about Jurgen Klopp. Oh, is that a surprise to you? Uh, well, it shouldn't have been, but I'm, I'm, I'm very uh, sad about it. Uh, I, I really believe, as I wrote in the trip, he's the best sports coach or manager I've ever seen, usurping both Chuck Noll and Herb Brooks in my mind. And if that seems incredible to say, uh, I've never seen a coach get the most possible out of his team and every player on his team. And no one who's ever left Liverpool has complained about Klopp in the aftermath. He connects with the team, the fans, everybody. He is just beloved and excellent, which is a hard thing to do. So, now, now to be fair, it's not a total shock from the standpoint that this is his third job. He, he managed in Germany at Mainz and then Dortmund and lasted exactly nine years at each job. Well, now this is his ninth year with Liverpool. Uh, I think the big thing is to get as much as we can out of the rest of the season, currently in first place, currently alive in three tournaments, and uh, to appoint the right guy to succeed him. But whoever we appoint will have a tough act to follow, and I'll be blunt, Tim. I wouldn't want to be the guy who follows him. I'd want to be the guy who follows the guy who follows him. But but he is one of the all-time great uh, Liverpool managers, and that is very fast company. I'd like to see it be Jabby Alonso who manages Bayer Leverkusen in Germany, a uh, Spanish guy, former Liverpool player, uh, won the European Cup with Liverpool in 05. But he's only been a manager for like two years. And Steven Gerrard, who in my opinion might be the club's best player ever, he's not been the manager we'd hoped. He's been at uh, Rangers in, in Scotland, Aston Villa, where they fell apart, but now they're great. He's in the Saudi League now. So I don't know. It's just uh, I'm trying to just hope they get the most possible out of this season you suggested he be the Steelers offensive coordinator correct yeah do a reverse Ted Lasso <laughs> I like except it. except except I would not wish wish working with Mike Tomlin or Kenny Pickett on a man I admire so deeply so so Jurgen stay put in the real football you'll be you'll be much much happier there uh you know when I've had people say well how come he didn't win more because in nine years he won the Premier League once won the European Cup once, uh, won some domestic trophies. But, Tim, we were always in it after the first couple of years. And we finished second, I think, three times in the Premier League, lost two European Cup finals. And, you know, when you're – European Cup, I mean, the Champions League, that's so hard to win. I mean, every team from, like, the final eight on is just a potential winner. And with the, with the league, I mean, you're battling uphill against a Manchester City team that is owned by Saudi Arabia or those, you know, investment firms. It's so hard. So I understand exactly what's happened. And I understand that winning is the main thing, but I also understand what he's done against reasonable expectations.
So wait a minute, if Klopp were to come here, does he have an NFL version of the beard that he could bring with him, like a friend from the Rhine Fire or something like that? No, I think he'd probably go with Pep Linders, his assistant, who was also, uh, like, I think the whole staff's leaving, which is kind of odd because I thought Pep might be a, a choice to succeed him, but now we've talked far too much about English soccer. Mark Madden, we'll do a little of that and a lot more. Madden Ben's Unfiltered, 9.30 a.m. Make sure oh, Tim, you- to be clear, yeah. to be clear, if I could do that three hours every day on the radio, I would. It's on the Facebook live stream at Trib Live tomorrow morning. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.